0: This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient on this hot, sunny, kind of thunderstormy weekend. I'm sure everybody's loving it. In the second part of the show, I have Christine from Miss Christine's Kitchen. But up first is someone I know really well. Some call her Yvonne. Some call her Granny. Now she's known as Mama B. but I just call her Mom. Mom, how are you? Welcome to The Main Ingredient, Mother.
1: Hi, Kev. How are you?
0: I'm very good. I'm, I'm a little disappointed that you granted your first CJOB interview to Clay Young. Why did you do that? Well. I'm your son, and you gave your interview first to Clay Young. It's all your fault, Kevin. It's not my fault. Now he calls himself the third son, your third son. He's, <laughs> he's ranting around the station calling himself the third son. He thinks we're brothers, and you did that. Why did you do that?
1: Um... Clay been after me for over a year and you keep saying, Oh mom, do it for him, do it for him. And um I
0: didn't think you'd do it. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Because you did said it. no fifty times and he was used to getting no.
1: And then you gave him my phone number and he called, and then I texted you that um Clay called. Clay texts me and then he called and I said no, and I text you and you said, Oh mom, don't be a fool. <laughs> And I took that mean, you said, okay, go ahead and
0: do it. No, that's not what that meant. That meant just block his call. Next time, block his call. Okay, that's the order. Block, Clay, Young.
1: <laughs> I thought you were friends.
0: We are friends, but now he thinks we're brothers.
1: Well, you may, you may, he may be white and you may be black, but you're still brothers. They're all the same blood.
0: But... Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, we're going to move on. <laughs> okay, so you know what? We're going to talk a little bit about your history, Mother. We're going to talk about... You coming to Canada? How did you end up in Canada?
1: Well, your dad was a very good mechanic. He was um car mechanic and he was a heavy equipment mechanic. That means um heavy equipment means diesel and all these heavy tractors that they use on the road. Right. And um, then there was an ad in the paper in when we lived in England and uh, my girlfriend said, "Oh, they are looking for m- mechanic in Canada and I said oh is that so so she brought me the address the and I, and I wrote this letter
0: okay so this is the funny part you wrote a letter uh, to apply for a job as him without even telling him
1: without even telling him. you
0: the, the nerve of you why did you <laughs> why, why did you do that
1: well because we have three kids I just thought you know let's travel a little bit see another part of the world I mean, our life was pretty good in England because he was well-employed. At that time, I, I used to nurse. And I thought, because then, of course, I quit working because I have to stay home with my kids because I didn't want anybody to do my babysitting for me. So then I quit nursing and I stayed home because we earned good living that we could live very well.
0: Okay, hey, what was I like as a child? Why don't you explain to everybody what an angel I was? Well-behaved, didn't talk back.
1: You as a child, Kevin, oh boy.
0: What do you mean? What do you mean, oh boy?
1: You was a handful.
0: What are you talking about?
1: I was good. You were so busy, (laughs) I couldn't keep up.
0: I used to lie a lot, didn't I?
1: And you used to lie so much, (laughs) and (laughs) I could catch your hand on something, and you'd Look at me and said, no, mommy, I didn't do it.
0: Yeah, I used to remember that. I'm like, I was was terrible.
1: And um, I remember over the years when we were there, you would be so annoying that your brother (laughs) tip you over that we have to take you to the hospital. That's how annoying you was (laughs) that you hit your head.
0: You know, I I love it. He puts me in the hospital and you blame me for putting myself there. Like I put myself there.
1: Yeah, because you... Even though I said, Kevin, will you stop, please stop, you would not listen, and you just kept doing the thing you do best. Is annoying.
0: And nothing's changed. Okay, so let's talk about you guys come to Canada.
1: Well, we came to Canada because, as I said, I applied for the job for your dad. And, of course, with his credential, it took a week and a half, and we got a reply.
0: We uh, got a reply. You mean you got a reply?
1: I, well, we got a reply because the reply came in his name because I applied for it in his name.
0: Okay, so what did he think? When did he find out that he had applied for a job?
1: Well, the letter came, and I noticed the letter have his name on it, and I thought, when did he apply? For what I said, who does he know in Canada? And um, so I opened it, and... Um, I noticed it was the job that I applied for, (laughs) and he came home and I said, hey, Alan, you got a job in Canada, and he said, how could I get a job in Canada? I did not apply for a job in Canada, and I said, no, you didn't, but I did, (laughs) and he looked at me and he said, you're something else, what would I do without you?
0: What would I do without you? Man, you're bossy. Um. <laughs> anyway,
1: he took the letter and he, and he read it and he said, now what should we do? And I said, um, well, remember you get another job in Africa. Which one are you going to take? And he, and he said, well, what do you think? I said, I think we should see what come about the one in Canada. And about two weeks after that, he got a letter and a phone call that they were coming to England to interview him and myself. Um, The children, you guys were under 12, so you couldn't go to the interview. So he and I went, and um he took the interview and... He said to the two interviewers who came from Canada, he said, well, how did I do? And the man looked at him and he said, um, Mr. Bergen, if you want the job, the job is yours. So anyway, he started showing us some, um, a video. And the video was nothing but snow. And I, and houses. And I said, are you telling me people live in that place? And he said, "Mrs. Bergen, that's where your husband got the job." <laughs> so, have
0: you seen have you seen snow before that point in your life? Yes. When in England? Oh, but not that not that much snow. Not that much snow. Because yeah, I remember there being kind of a slushy, lake, uh, right? Yeah. Kind of almost like Vancouver, like yeah,
1: yeah, almost like Vancouver, yeah.
0: Okay, so you know what? Let's let's talk about what food, what role food played in your life. You you were you were you were you were, you were, you were you had to grow up pretty early in your yes, life. Yes,
1: because my mom died when I was a kid. And um, then my father remarried and I got one of those stepmother, which you hear people talk about. <laughs> so I had to grow up pretty fast. But as a child, my mom used to cook. She was a very good cook and she sews very good seamstress too. And... Um, so I used to watch her as a kid. I never used to do it, but I used to watch her. And um, as I get older, and my older sister was in Kingston, she had graduated from college and she was working in Kingston. So after I, my stepmother was one of those, then I went to Kingston to be stay with my sister.
0: And I guess when you were staying with your sister, you know, obviously you're, 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 pretty much had to grow up fast. And that's where you kind of took the things that you saw from your mom and, and started doing them, right? Cooking and stuff like that. Yes. How was it, what was it like cooking for the three of us? Cause I remember back in the day, which I would never do for my own kids. You know, if we asked the three of us could ask for three different things and you would cook three different things.
1: Yes. Because, um, for me, it was knowing that you kids are well taken care of, knowing that um, you get your desire. So I used to make it one night every week. All three of you could choose a meal of your likings.
0: Remember when you tried to make me a Big Mac? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's not a Big Mac. you like, it's a Big Mac, Kevin. And it was between like three pieces of bread and it was like 10 feet tall. I couldn't <laughs> even put my mouth around it. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me you can make a better Big Mac than McDonald's.
1: Yeah, well, it was better, but that, you did, that was too healthy for you. <laughs> you want the junk?
0: <laughs> how did you How did you start making and selling these things? Like this is years ago.
1: Oh yeah, this is a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. I one day I was at work and I I had made some the evening before and I thought, I am going to take one to work for my lunch. I heated it up in the microwave, and a few other girls came in and said, what's that you're having? And I, they said, oh, that smells so good. And I said, it's Jamaican patty, patty. And they said, where did you buy it? I said, I make it myself. And one of the girls said, um, can you make me some? And I said, how about I bring you one tomorrow for your lunch? and i brought her one and that became history i everybody started ordering it and i was working and i thought oh this is getting a bit much
0: right cuz i remember you were making them all the time
1: all the time
0: when did you start selling them like okay you make one for, for her on her lunch and then someone else says hey can i have one what, what what made you realize that maybe i can make maybe i can make and sell these things
1: because i love to cook I love to cook. And when I see people enjoying the, the things that I cook, I thought, if they're asking me to sell it to them, why not, you know, get, make it and
0: get paid for something I love to do? Okay. So I was all gung ho for you to do this until you took an order that was a little too large, which I thought was, I thought the answer was no. Tell this person no because this job is too big. But you didn't think so.
1: Yes. And this person, they were having a um, company get together and they asked me to make 800 patties.
0: All while you're still making patties for other people.
1: Yes. All and that you, time I was still making patties for other people.
0: Okay. So, you know, what? let's explain to people what a Jamaican patty is for those who knows, who don't know what it is. Because sometimes I'll say Jamaican patties and they hear the word patty and they say, and you say, it's oh, it's a beef. It's a beef patty, beef Jamaican patty. And they think it's like a hamburger patty. And you know what I mean? So let's explain that, that you know, exactly what it is.
1: Well, there are Jamaican patties, the ones I know and the one I grew up with because my mom used to make that as well. Jamaican patty is um, pastry and um, you can do do the prep with um, ground beef and all the spices. Yeah, the
0: spices and the seasonings that, that you put inside. Yes. It's all a secret, top secret. It's, it's, yeah. Can't tell anybody Can't that.
1: tell anybody. <laughs> Lots of people say, spice, I don't want it too spicy. But they are not talking about spice. They are right, talking spi- about pepper.
0: Right, spice doesn't bring heat. Spice pepper, just brings pepper flavor. Pepper is not spice. Right.
1: Pepper is heat. Right. Spice are herbs, different kind of herbs. And... Um, you know, you prepare your meat and you do all your seasoning with your herbs that you want to use. Like
0: wrap it in the dough.
1: And um, after when you cook the meat, you have to cook the meat properly. Mm-hmm. And um, when the meat is properly cooked and to your, to my satisfaction, and I do all my ingredients to make the filling with the meat, then I have my pastry ready because you prep. And I um roll the pastry. Not too thick, not too thin. It mustn't be doughy. And when I say dough, it's not like you cooking pierogi. It have to be a different kind of pastry between pierogi and pie.
0: Right. And that's literally what it is.
1: That's yeah. So um that's the difference if you when you eat Jamaican patties, if you don't know the difference, you think that's really what it should be, but it's uh, in between pastry. And you can fill it with beef, you can fill it with vegetables, you can fill it with um, chicken, you can do it with seafood of your choice. You know, basically you can fill it with whatever you want to use in the filling.
0: Currently right now you are making what kind of patties?
1: Currently I'm doing beef. Because why I started off with beef, it's because um, it's easier to get, I think. Chicken is a bit more expensive because it has to be ground up just like beef. Right. And um, But when it comes down to the taste, you're just going to know you order chicken patties. Because it's basically... The same taste but different meat.
0: Right, right. So right now right now we're doing beef. Later on, you're gonna do chicken?
1: Later on, I'm going to do chicken. I have some other ideas in my head that I'm going to do. Right now I'm not going to say all the things that I'm going to do.
0: Right, you just gotta release them one by one.
1: I'm going to release them one by one. When we start when I start releasing them, we'll have a, a week special on my new ones.
0: Okay, so do you, do you know Obviously, you know how many, you know, since you've launched your website to make patties, you've been busy.
1: I have been busy.
0: Do you know how busy? Do you know the numbers?
1: I don't know the numbers. Do you
0: want the numbers? <laughs> Do you want me to tell you the numbers? Yeah, So yeah. we're talking, oh, so it is, okay, so it's July 4th when this airs. You started June 11th. So, you know, just, just over three weeks. Mm-hmm. And in that time, you have made... 1,750 patties to date. So yeah, you're 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 a little busy. Um or a retired woman. <laughs> so much for retiring. <laughs> right? Which is awesome. Um how do you feel about that? I feel good.
1: I feel very good to know that I have retired for so many years and um I can find something to fill my time and that is very important to me because I I'm not the person just to sit around and wander.
0: That's for sure. <laughs> you got that right. Okay, so how do people order your Jamaican Patties, mother?
1: If people want to order the um, Jamaican Patties, they can go online and order it on jamaicanpatties.ca. Um, all the information is there, so you can see the number that you can call if you have a question. And... um I am a real Jamaican, you can hear that in my accent, so it's real Jamaican You're
0: patties. You're a real Jamaican? You never told me that before. <laughs> I always thought you were a fake Jamaican.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm not one of the person who making it and call it Jamaican patties because I go online and see
0: some recipe. No, you know what I think it's funny, which I told you before. Sometimes people will actually go on the site and they call your number and then I think they're a little taken back that yes. a, an actual... You know, it's Jamaican lady. Jamaican just... woman
1: answering the phone. <laughs> yeah. that, that is one of the greatest reasons. Uh, I I appreciate my accent and I pray that I'll never lose it. And I'll never lose it because it is good for me up to this point.
0: It's kind of funny. I, uh, I, I, I've listened to it for so long that I forget that you even have an accent because I kind <laughs> of grew up with it. And then actually I realized how harsh your accent was when in the interview that I listened to with Clay. Uh, I was like, is that my mom? I didn't really. It was very strange. It's <laughs> very good. Anyway, thank you, Mother, for coming on my show. The second time on wow. CJOB. The second time. That's the worst. Clay. Thanks, Mother, for coming on the show.
1: You're welcome, Kev.
0: Mama Bee's Jamaican Patties can be bought online at jamaicanpatties.ca and delivered to your door. Or you can pick up your order once it's ready at the Four Crowns Restaurant at 1030 McPhillips. This is 680 CJOB.
1: For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season 6 of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.